online at MyRadioLink.com and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. Charleston looks to continue their high-powered role, beating Jerseyville last week 30-18. to They put big numbers on the board offensively in each of the first three weeks. The Tri-County Titans are off to an 0-3 start as they head into a rivalry game tonight at Arcola. The Titans lost last week to Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond, and they fell behind as early as you could possibly fall behind in a game on the opening kickoff. And here is the opening kick headed down. Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond on the return. Nettles down the far sideline across midfield, and he turned the corner in Titan territory. He's going to take this all the way back for an opening kickoff touchdown for Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond. It's Connor Nettles. The senior wide receiver took the kickoff, went to the left side of his formation, and ran all the way down the field for a score. All right, well, we're off with a bang here. 11.48 to go in the first. It's Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond leading over Tri-County 6-0. Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond ran off the first 20 points of the game before the Titans got on the board. The final was 36-16 as Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond improved to 3-0, the co-leader in the Lincoln Prairie Conference now at the top of the standings with Sullivan Okaw Valley. Tri-County fell to 0-3. They'll take on the Arcola Purple Riders tonight. Arcola off to a 1-2 start this season. Hear that game on 92 on the Axe, streaming at MyRadioLink.com and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. Other games up this direction, Warrensburg, Latham, and Meridian take each other on tonight. They're both 1-2 and two in the Central Illinois Conference. Central A&M is hosting Clinton tonight. The Raiders are 2-1, and one, the Maroons 1-2, and two, and 3-0 and oh Shelbyville is at home for Tuscola. The Warriors off to a 1-2 and two start against a tough schedule as well. The next conference I like to follow kind of drifts away from our local content, but Used to cover this conference when I worked in Taylorville. The Central State 8 has some intriguing matchups tonight, including Glenwood at 3-0 and at Springfield High 1-2. and The number one ranked team in Class 4A, the Rochester Rockets, host the Jacksonville Crimsons tonight. And Sacred Heart Griffin, one of the top programs in the state, will take on Springfield Southeast. The Spartans are 0-3 so far. That's a look at games in this direction, guys. I'm Lane Blickham for the Cromwell Media pregame show. Thanks, Lane. That's a lot of great games going on tonight. Another team that has a good one tonight is the Cumberland Pirates, who will look to rebound from their first loss of the season last week. Cumberland fell to Sullivan 33-12. to Cumberland made too many mistakes after having three turnovers. That now makes seven turnovers for the Pirates on the season. Sullivan's defense also did a good job of shutting down the Cumberland rushing attack. Cumberland can only manage 118 yards of rushing after averaging close to 300 entering the game. Cumberland is now 2-1 on the season as they head back out on the road and travel to Villa Grove. Villa Grove is coming off their first win of the season last week, 19-12 over Nokomis. Can Cumberland get back to their winning ways or will Villa Grove make it back-to-back wins for the Blue Devils? Find out at 7 o'clock over on WCRA. Now they look at another team looking to get back to their winning ways, the FEM Hearts. And for that, we go to Travis Sparks. Thank you so much. FEM took a tough loss last Friday to Breeze Modern Day. It was a final of 36-14 in the first drives for both teams in the first quarter. Really set the tone for the whole entire night. Modern Day drove down the field on a 12-play drive. They ultimately were held short of six points, but the Knights did convert on a 26-yard field goal to put them on top three to nothing. Then on Effingham's first possession, the Hearts came out and ended up throwing an interception. That would turn into points for a modern day. And I caught up with head coach of the Effingham Hearts, Brett Hefner, and I talked to him about that tone of setting first couple of drives. 
Yeah, it was. That, that kind of summed up. You know, we got off got off to a super slow start, which we couldn't do. You know, we had a handful of guys missing, you know, practice and stuff, whether they were sick, not at school, or injured or whatever. And you just can't unless you're unless you're just super super talented. Mm-hmm. You can't miss practice and you can't miss reps and then expect to go out on Friday night and, and execute. And that's kind of kind of what we got on on Friday night uh, from an execution standpoint. Like I said, I can. I can deal with some execution things that can be fixed as, as long as we're fighting and competing. And I just I didn't think we I didn't think we competed very hard. Modern Day would eventually build up their lead at the 22 to nothing, but with about 2:30 to go in the half, FEM finally got on the board. They found the end zone. It was a 48-yard deep strike touchdown pass from Gage Gillum to Andrew Lotz to make it 22 to seven, and that score would hold at halftime. But coming out of the locker room, it was more of the same for the Hearts offense, who just couldn't get anything going. I thought at that point, I thought similar maybe to last week. Okay, just you get one and get us some momentum going. And it just like like I said, it just kind of kind of died out. It just uh, mm-hmm. just a lack of excitement, lack of uh, enthusiasm, and that's that's been concerning. Evie would muster up another score in the third quarter, a one-yard touchdown run by Weldon Dunstan to make it 29-2 of 14. But Modern Day would respond right after that for the final of 36-14. to 14. My bigger concern was uh, never accept getting beat, but you can handle getting beat if you think you've played well. And, yeah. uh, the frustrating part for me was for the first time probably ever here, we haven't had a game like that where I just felt like, felt like our kids didn't compete. Uh, didn't compete the way we we normally do. Didn't fight the way we normally do, and that's what concerned me more than anything else. So that's kind of been the focal point going into this week. I know I've gotten a lot of questions about Matt too, and I'm like, look, I'm we're mm-hmm. we're, we're focused on ourselves right now, sure. and we get back to playing and fighting the way that, that we're just doing that. We'll be we'll be okay on Friday. So FEM falls to a one and a two on of the season, and this week it's the start of Apollo Conference play. Always important to get off to a good start, and they start Apollo play facing off, traveling to Mattoon to take on the Green Wave, who fell to Highland 44-22 to last week, and Mattoon also coming in at 1-2. and Highland scored on the first possession, and then Green Wave answer right back on the kickoff return, a 90-yard return by Deedon Arnold, put Mattoon on top early, and then in the second quarter, they pulled out a play in the bag of tricks. It was the old hook and ladder after Mattoon would get within one point, 23-22. But it would be all Bulldogs after that and ultimately fell. FEM knows just how dangerous Highland can be with them facing off just last year. Mattoon comes in under head coach Jared Cambro for his second season. Their first win in week two versus Olney. And these two teams met this time last year in week four, also in Mattoon. They were victorious there, so friendly confines. 34 to nothing was the final last year. Mattoon does still have some of the same familiar names, including the quarterback, senior Slater Trayer, who comes in 36 of 70, 483 total yards, and four touchdowns and a couple of interceptions this season. And in Coach Kimbrough's second year, they've really tried to focus on the run, and they do have a two-headed rushing attack with Deedon Arnold, the 5'11 junior, who has 115 total yards on the season and has found the end zone a couple times and clearly has enough speed to get the end zone with that kickoff return last week. Also, Tristan Sewell, who's a 5'8", a junior, and he's racked up 283 yards on the ground, even though he hasn't found the end zone 
just quite yet. They'll look to change that tonight. If Mattoon completes passes, they'll be to Owen Hawkins, who has 11 grabs for 107 yards. Also, a Jared Butler, the junior, has grabbed seven receptions, but three of those have come from touchdowns and also 162 yards. And also, they will focus on Kale Kimbrough as well. Nine grabs for 96 yards as well. So just a few of the names that you'll be hearing later on tonight in the game. Elsewhere in the conference, it is 2-1 Muhammad traveling to 3-0 Charleston. Effingham will do the same next week. We'll see the Trojans at Trojan Hill. Charleston dating back to last season on a seven-game winning streak. And it's the first time the Trojans have been 3-0 since 2011 with Coach Halsey also at the helm. And then a heavyweight matchup in Taylorville tonight, a battle of undefeateds. The 3-0 Mount Zion Braves against the 3-0 Taylorville Tornadoes. We'll be interested to see what those scores will be. Both FEM and Mattoon set to run the gauntlet after this and have to face all of those teams on their upcoming schedules. So it's important to get off to a great start in Apollo play. That's it from the FEM desk. I'll throw it back to you, Eric. Thanks, Travis. Again, that should be a good one up in Mattoon tonight. And speaking of good football games, there are some in the South Central Conference tonight. And for a look at that conference, we go to Todd Stapleton. And good evening and welcome as we get ready for week number four of the high school football season here tonight. We'll see some teams start to begin to make their way into those playoff pictures after this week as we get through four weeks of the season. The Vandals coming off a 47-22 win over the Carlinville Cavaliers last Friday are 2-1 and one on the season. They will be heading to Southwestern tonight to take on the 2-1 and one Piasaw Birds. For the Vandals, they got off to a fast start last week. They led 20 to nothing after the first quarter. Vandals coach Jason Clay says those fast starts are big. Fast starts are huge. I mean, you build momentum and you can kind of feel it Friday night. Uh, the first quarter seemed fairly long, but, you know, we look up again and we're up 20 to nothing. And, and that's just huge. You can kind of see it snowballing on them and, and our guys gaining momentum. And um, so this shows you how you can start fast. And one of the things I told the kids last week before the game, if, it, if it's going good, don't let up. And if it's going bad, stick with it and uh, we'll get through it and, and come out the other side. So, just never know. Sometimes it starts fast, and it sure helps. And sometimes you got to stem the tide early and, and get through it. But we do like the fast starts. We've had two in a row, so we'll try to get off another one this week. Southwestern comes in at 2-1 and one on the season. They suffered their first loss of the season last week to Pena. Pena has defeated the Vandals in Week 1, Carlinville Week 2, and Southwestern in Week 3, so they're 3-0. and oh. So the Vandals and the Southwestern Piasaw Birds, both 2-1 and one coming into tonight for tonight's game at Piasaw. Game time 7 o'clock. We'll have it for you on 107.1 FM, WKRV. Available streaming at VandeliaRadio.com and on the Vandelia Radio app. Some other games around the South Central Conference for tonight. The 0-3 Gillespie Miners will be at 1-2 Hillsborough coming up tonight. Litchfield's coming off their first win of the season. They defeated North Mac last week. They'll be at 3-0 Greenville tonight. The Comets have allowed just one touchdown through the first three weeks of the season. Pena is 3-0. They will be at North Mac tonight to take on the 1-2 North Mac Panthers and the 1-2 Staunton Bulldogs coming off their win last week over Hillsborough. They will be at Carlinville to take on the one and two Cavaliers on the turf tonight. So the Vandals will be at Southwestern tonight. Gillespie
Kentucky is at Hillsboro, Litchfield is at Greenville, Pena is at North Mac, and Staunton will be at Carlinville. That's a look at the South Central Conference in week number four. I'm Todd Stapleton. Thanks very much, Todd. Now let's look at some other games going on around the area. In other Lincoln Prairie Conference action, 1-2, and two, Nokomis will head to 1-2, and two, Sarah Gordo. Sullivan will keep their perfect season intact as they host 1-2, and two, Argenta. And Arthur will try to keep pace with Sullivan as they host 2-1, and one, Sagamon Valley. Finally, in Little Illini Conference action, 2-1, and one, Mount Carmel will head to 0-3, Newton. Somebody will get their first win tonight as 0-3, Marshall heads to 0-3, Olney. Casey will stay perfect on their season as they head to 0-3 Robinson. And in the game of the night in the Little Illini, it will be 3-0 Lawrenceville traveling to 2-1 Paris. Well, that wraps up week four of the Cromwell Media Group pregame show. For Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton, I am Eric Fry saying thanks for listening. Now, let's head to the booth as your game is just minutes away from kickoff on this football Friday. Cumberland Pirates be coming. Hit off again to Cypher. Boy, Broder on the left-hand side. He's got a big hole. He's got one man to beat. Down the sideline. He's going to carry that man. Still carrying him all the way into the end zone. Caught by Cumberland at the 15-yard line. Got a block. He's got another one. He's got a big hole. He's going to bounce to the outside. 50, 45, 40, 35. They got the kick in the beat. 20, 25, 15, 10, 5. And an opening kickoff. Return for a touchdown. Cumberland Pirates. It's, it, it's going to be a fumble in the backfield. Deep in the backfield. It's going to be picked up by Cumberland in for a touchdown. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Villa Grove High School Four Times Contest. Pirates football on 99.5 and 107.7. We are in here at the First Neighbor Bank pregame show. We're going to step aside for the Cuts Insurance National Anthem. We'll be back with more Cumberland Pirates football here on WCRA. First Neighbor Bank pregame show. We're going to step aside for the Cuts Insurance National Anthem. We'll be back. With more coming higher football here on WCRA. Welcome back in here to the broadcast position for tonight's contest between your Cumberland Pirates and the Villa Grove Blue Devils here on the first Timberbank pregame show. Cumberland enters at 2-1 and one on the season, suffering a loss last week to Sullivan was their first loss of the game of the season. 
And uh, tell you what, Cumberland did not look great in that loss last week. Too many turnovers, three total turnovers. Now, one was an interception kind of at the end of the game, one of those, you know, just kind of throw it up and hope for the best kind of plays that ended up not working out. So, uh, you know, if you want to take that one off the board, fine, but it's still, uh, you know, it's still a turnover and it's still something the Pirates have to cut down on tonight if they want to get the win. So, uh, Cumberland, after getting two straight wins to start the season, against their Gordo, 44 nothing, and Sagamon Valley, 41-14. to The offense came to a scratching halt last week. They were only able to put up 12 points against that Sullivan Ocon Valley Redskin defense and limited Cumberland rushing-wise to just about 100 yards or so. Uh, passing game wasn't really much there either, so uh, Cumberland's got a lot of work to do. And again, it starts with protecting the football. Looking at Villa Grove, yes, they are 1-2 and two on the season, but don't let that fool you. They played Sullivan tough, only lost by 14 to the Redskins in Week 1 on a game that was Saturday afternoon. And then they lost to Arthur as well, but only lost to Arthur by eight points before they got the Sullivan Tough. Only lost by 14 to the Redskins in week one on a game that was Saturday afternoon. And then they lost to Arthur as well, but only lost to Arthur by eight points before they got their first one of the season last year against the Comet by seven. And again, the two losses they have, those two teams are combined six and oh. So those are some pretty good teams to lose to. So this Villa Grove team, I've, I've said it on the starting lineup over our 99 team, and I'll say it again right here. This Villa Grove team is a very, very dangerous team, and the Cumberland Pirates have to play their best tonight. And to play their best, they got to limit the turnovers, of course. Seven turnovers, as you heard in the pregame. Seven turnovers through three games. That's way too many. Can't have that many turnovers. They also have to limit the penalties. Did a good job of that last week. One penalty for five yards, but before that, had a lot of penalties. So, uh, Cumberland's got to do a good job of stopping the penalties, stopping the turnovers, and playing some smart Cumberland Pirate football. And if they do that, I think they have a good shot of getting out of Villa Grove with a victory. But again, do not sell these Blue Devils short. They definitely can play, and they're definitely going to play. And I think that they have a great shot tonight of taking down the Cumberland Pirates. It's just a matter of can Cumberland keep control of the ball? That is going to be the key factor. If Cumberland can hold on to the football, and the offensive line for the Pirates can put some pressure on the defense of Villa Grove by grading some good blocks, getting some openings for Blake Beacon to run wild, then I think this is going to be a Cumberland Pirate-type football game. If the offensive line cannot do that, and they are not protecting the football, it could be a long night for the Cumberland Pirates. That's what I'm going to say right here on the first Neighbor Bank pregame show. But hopefully Cumberland can do that tonight. Hopefully the Pirates come ready to go here in tonight's contest between Villa Grove and Cumberland. And again, it doesn't get any easier for the Pirates. This is a tough four-week stretch for Cumberland. Villa Grove tonight, and then two straight at home, which is good. This against Arthur and Arcola. Now, Arcola's record may be, you know, oh, well, they're one and two. Yes, but they're still Arcola. They still are Arcola, and that's still a tough team. And I have to take out. So, uh, Cumberland's going to try, and, you know, I, I talked with Coach, and, you know, I talked with Travis on the, the starting lineup. Cumberland's got to win. You know, it started last week. Have to win at least one of these four games to get a playoff spot. I'd feel better if he won two of them. I, I, I think you got to just you never know what could happen. So I think winning two would make you feel a lot better. They lost last week. So now you got three games here, three tough games. And Villa Grove tonight, Arthur Lovington out with Hammond and Arcola. Yeah, I think you got to win two of the three. I think you got to win two of the three because I don't know if there's enough playoff points in the Lincoln Prairie. Because remember, we're closed now. 
close conference. So I don't know if there's enough points available to point your way in. I think you have to get six wins in order to get to the postseason. Bill Grove is the same way. They have our Cumberland tonight, and then they have our Cola next week. But then the rest of the season, they have Sarah Gordo, Argenta, Sagamon Valley, and Oakland. You know, doing some math, that may get them about five wins just looking at it. So they need to either win next week or tonight. So both these teams, I know it's only week four. I know. I know we're only a third of the way through the high school season after last week. But both these teams need this win tonight. Unfortunately, one can get it. Who's it going to be? We'll find out in just a little bit. But we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we'll have the opening kickoff. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Cumberland football is here again. The first neighbor bank knows there is nothing better than home field advantage. That's why we offer basic checking with no monthly service charge, along with interest-bearing checking for both consumers and businesses. Plus a wide array of personal consumer, business, and agriculture loans. While away from home, bank from anywhere with First Neighbor's online banking and mobile app. First Neighbor Banking, green up until we go. FirstNeighborBank.com. An equal housing lender member of FDIC. All loans subject to credit approval. Now, enjoy the game, and let's go Pirates. Well, I like the way this game is going right now. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Villa Grove High School. Before we go any further, I want to thank our sponsors for making tonight's broadcast at every Cumberland Pirate broadcast possible. Path Building, Evapco Midwest, First Neighbor Bank, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Lauren Holstaffel Clap, Cuts Insurance, Gentry, Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Creams, Neil Tire Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. We already had our coin toss for the night. The Pirates won, and they have elected to receive. So Cumberland will be receiving the uh, football to start tonight's contest. They'll be traveling left to right on your radio dial when we get set here to begin momentarily here at Villa Grove High School. It's a nice football field. I love coming up here to Villa Grove to this high school. It's just a nice, I, I love the close knit of it. And what I mean by that is you got a, a fence right up next, kind of close to the, the, the sidelines here. So I, I love that. Cumberland uh, tonight is in there all white with the black numbers. So Cumberland in all white with black numbers. 
Phillip Grove in blue with yellow numbers and white trim as we await the Blue Devils to make their way out. They have a giant inflatable helmet I believe they're going to run through, but first the Pirates are going to make their way out onto the field for tonight's contest. Like I said, I am looking heavily at the offensive line tonight for the Pirates. I think it's this offensive line, actually the line side on both sides. I, I think the offensive line's got to do a great job of setting those blocks and get some running room for this Cumberland offense to work. Cumberland's not a pass-first team. Cumberland's a run-first team. They have to have those lanes to run the football. Otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. Now, defensively, I want to see them get some pressure on Bill Grove. I want to see them get the, the quarterback uncomfortable tonight. I want to see them line doing some work, try and get some pressure on the Villagro quarterback tonight. As kind of that, that I think is going to be a key to victory as the Pirates make their way out onto the field. A nice contingent of Pirate fans, by the way, making the drive up here to Villagro. I always love the support from the community of the Cumberland Pirate faithful who make their way up to all these different games. As now Villagro will make their way behind with a fire truck entrance. That's right, the fire truck will lead Villagrove out onto the field. Very cool. The players all lined up behind the fire truck. You hear the sirens and the lights going in the background. Coach Wilson, you know, we, we talked to him weekly on the starting lineup. He says, hey, Cumberland just seems to be our kryptonite. There was one time, and Travis played it today on the starting lineup, one time Coach Wilson has gotten a win. You know, it was a Hail Mary last-second play that uh, they were able to get uh, past the Cumberland defense and got the win for Villa Grove. That's the one time Coach Wilson's been able to beat the Pirates. He'll try and do it again tonight as the Villa Grove players get inside this giant inflatable helmet with the uh, face mask. They're going to come running out of there in just a moment for tonight's contest. And uh, the atmosphere here is good. Good crowd from both sides. And here come Villa Grove making their way out. And here come the Blue Devils again. They're in blue tops and bottoms with yellow stripes white trim around the numbers as well. One stripe down the pant leg with blue helmets with the number, one number on one side, and then they have kind of like the stars, um, kind of like the old, uh, a couple of them. Um, but on one side, they have the number, and then on the other side, they have the um, kind of the, the, the three-prong um, uh, kind of pitchfork uh, type of thing for the Blue Devils, but a number on one side, and then they got the helmet stickers for if they make good plays. So uh, that'll be something to keep an eye on tonight as well. And again, like we said, Cumberland will be receiving tonight's opening kickoff. Traveling left to right, so it'll be this Pirate offense in action first. They will be awaiting the kick. And I believe it will be Sophia Shaw to kick off. I believe, don't quote me on that, as Bill Grove just now breaks their huddle. Makes their way out. Never mind, check that. It looks like it will be Nick Wilson doing the kickoff, the senior lineman. As McMeekin back deep to return for Cumberland. Bierman's back there as well. I see Kaiser as well. Cumberland kind of has three players lined up all in a line there back at about the 10-yard line. And then Kaiser is at the 20. As again, it will be Nick Wilson to kick it off as we await the opening kickoff here for your Friday Night Lights. And Cumberland Pirate football. And here comes Wilson to kick. There is the kick. He's angling it towards the left. 
Beerman's got it, caught it about the 20. Beerman setting up the return, looking for some blockers. Not a lot there. He's going to be brought down about the 31-yard line. That's the Pirate 31, and that's where Cumberland will take over. That's where we'll see this offense in action for the first time tonight for the Cumberland Pirates. So it will be first and 10, Cumberland. I'm going to officially mark him down at the 30. So it'll be first and 10, Cumberland, 30-yard line, and that's where this Pirate offense will take over. Olmstead will come out I formation. Kaiser and McNeek in the deep back. Two wide receivers on the left-hand side. That is Bierman over there on the left. Handoff will go to McNeek. He's looking for some running room on the left-hand side, able to fight forward for a game of about six. Are they going to give him six? Yes, they will give him six to make it second and four for the Pirates. Good run to the start. Just a little, you know, quick, simple handoff to the left-hand side. That's all that Cumberland needed. As Olmstead uh, looks to the sidelines, gets his play, breaks the huddle. And it looks like Cumberland will be coming out shotgun with a wing back. That's Kaiser, the wing back. Gerhardt on one side, Bierman on the other. Wide receivers, now they're going to move Gerhardt over to the right-hand side, and they're going to hand it off to McNeek. And McNeek can look for some running room on the left side. Not a lot there. Fight forward for a couple. Give them about a yard, and that's it. Make it third and three. As he was trying to bounce outside, the block just never got there. It'll be third and three for Cumberland. As you may be able to hear, a little bit of a win tonight. This is a uh, kind of a, a back win for the Pirates. As they face a third down here. Third and three, eye formation. Bierman, the wide out on the right-hand side. It'll be Gerhardt, wide receiver on the left. McNeekin, the deep back. As they're going to hand it off to McNeekin on the, uh, the counter, looking for some running room, and he's going to fight forward and up for the first. Give McNeekin five. And the first Pirate first down of the night. First and 10, Cumberland ball on the 43-yard line. Cumberland just being very methodical here early on with the football. You like seeing that, going with what works. As Cumberland this time will line up shotgun. Three wide receivers bunched on the right-hand side. One receiver on the left. They're going to move McNeekin in motion on the jet sweep, looking for some blocks downfield. He's got one, he's got two, but that's about it. He's going to be pushed back by a couple of Billick Grove, the Blue Devils. But they will give him for a gain of something about four. We'll give him four on the jet sweep. They get second and six for McMeekin. I like the jet sweep there. You know, they always say you got to find ways to get the ball into your playmaker's hands. And we know Blake McMeekin's a playmaker. Cumberland will come out again, shotgun. Two receivers on the left-hand side, that's Beerman and McNeekin. McNeekin in the slot, fakes the handoff to Kaiser, option keeper for Olmstead. He's going to move the pile. He may get enough for the first. They'll see where they mark him down at. Olmstead is going to be just short. So we'll give him five on the carry. Make it that third and about one. Third and one. Cumberland, though, inside Villager Blue Devil territory, so I'd have to think. You may be looking at four-down territory here. As Cumberland looking at a third and one, they'll come out in the wishbone with Olmstead, Beerman, and McMeekin 
in the backfield. Meekum Meek, will get the handoff. Looking to bounce outside. He's got the blockers downfield. He's in the sideline. He's going to get enough for the first down inside the 40-yard line. Down at about the 39. There is a flag on the field, though. And it will be a... Wait, not official word. Personal foul, face mask on the Blue Devils. So it will be a 15-yard penalty. It was the first down for McMeekin, so we will give him those nine yards he earned. Instead, now it'll be first and 10 for the Pirates. Ball on the 24. Come on with some great, great ball movement here on this first drive. They'll come out again in the eye formation. McMeekin, the deep back. They're going to hand it off to him again. Got a hole on the left side. Going to try and cut back upfield and give him a couple, looks like about five yards for McMeekin. Make it second and five. Actually, they're going to say four. So we'll give them four, second and six. Ball just outside the 20. For McMeekin and this Pirate offense, they'll come out shotgun with two running backs. Kaiser on the right, right beside the quarterback, and actually more of a pistol formation now. If McMeekin's right behind the quarterback, they'll pitch it to McMeekin. Looking for some running room on the right side. Gets a big block downfield, and he's going to get enough for the first and more down. I'm going to say he got the first. I think he's down inside the 15-yard line. I'm waiting on official word. Haven't seen it yet. No, they're going to say just short, just short. So we'll say five. It'll bring up third and nine. Third and one for Cumberland. Ball in the 14, just inside the 15-yard line, actually. Cumberland will line up wishbone again. Olmstead's going to keep it. Quarterback keeper just getting a couple yards, just enough for the first, and he'll get it. Give Olmstead two. And it's another Pirate first down, their third of the drive. Give Cumberland. It's another first down. Ball on the 14-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Pirates here. 7-15 left to go in this first quarter as Cumberland using up a lot of clock and a lot of space. It's been a great drive for the Pirates. They're going to try and finish it with some points. Olmstead shotgun. He's got Kaiser beside him. McMeekin, the slot on the right. Beerman, the wideout on the right side as well. From the shotgun, here comes Olmstead. Going to take the handoff. He's going to keep it. Option keeper. Nothing there is going to be brought back. No gain. In fact, a loss of one. Loss of one on the play. It'll make it second and 11. So second and 11 there. Olmstead with a quarterback keeper. He faked it to Kaiser. I thought maybe there could have been some running room on the left-hand side, but Olmstead decided to keep himself. And the hole that was there on the right just suddenly closed up. So it'll be second and long for the Pirates their first negative play of this drive. They'll come out again in the pistol. Two wide receivers on the left-hand side. That's Harmon and Bierman on the left-hand side. Gerhardt, lone receiver on the right-hand side. And off. We'll go to McMeekin on the reverse, or on the misdirection, I should say. Spin move, and he's going to get down inside the 10. Nice gain for McMeekin on what looked like a, a play that wasn't going to go anywhere. They have about eight on the carry. I get third about five. Third and five for the Pirates. 
ball just inside the 10. Third and five. Ball in between the, the 10, the, the 10 and the nine. Or Cumberland. Pirates will come out again. Shotgun this time. Two running backs in the backfield. That's Kaiser and Meekin. Three receivers. Now they're going to send Kaiser out in motion on the left-hand side. It'll be a quarterback keeper again. He lost the football. It's on the ground. It's on the ground. We're waiting to see official word. And Cumberland was able to maintain possession, but again, another almost costly turnover. Kelby Bierman able to fall on it. So a fumble, but they didn't lose it, but it will bring up fourth down here. Fourth and about three, ball down at the six. So we'll give Bierman credit with about a yard. Fourth and two for the Pirates. They'll come out wishbone. Olmstead under center. And he tried to get the jump, and I think he did. Yep, we got a flag on the sideline. And they got Villa Grove with the hard count. Offsides on the Blue Devils. So it'll be an automatic first down for the Pirates on the penalty. And it will move Cumberland half the distance to the goal down to about the three-yard line. As we have whistles and a timeout. As they're resetting the football, it was an official timeout. It wasn't set, set in the right spot. So it'll be first and goal from the three for Cumberland. Pirates line up wishbone behind Olmstead. Handoff. Goes to McMeekin. Looking for some running room. Right side. Breaks the tackle. He's in. Cumberland able to get in. Blake McMeekin from three yards out. And Cumberland gets on the board here with 419 left to go in this first quarter. It was a three-yard touchdown run by McMeekin. Of course, that Cumberland Pirate touchdown brought to you by First Neighbor Bank. As Nebel will line up for the extra point. With the snap, their snap ball down, and it's blocked at the line. So the extra point is blocked, but the Pirates lead 6 nothing. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll have more Cumberland Pirate football here on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something... Welcome back here to Villa Grove High School. A seven-minute opening drive for the Pirates results in points for Cumberland. It was the rushing attack that did it for the Pirates. 18 yards of penalties didn't help or didn't hurt either. As now Villa Grove will take over. Quadfelds are back deep to return as well. As as. Nebel will kick it off. It'll be crabbed at about the 25-yard line, hit hard by the Pirates and brought down. 
brought down about the 31-yard line. He was hammered. That was Klein on the return. And Grant Kaiser got in there and just leveled him. And Villa Grove will take over. It'll be first and 10 Villa Grove. Ball will be on their own 32-yard line for the opening drive. It'll be run at quarterback for this Blue Devils offense. They're going to go shotgun, four wide it looks like. Also, with possibly no huddle, or we won't see much huddle tonight from Bill Grove, it looks like, at least here early. Quan Filter, or excuse me, run. Going to move a man in motion from left to right. Now move three receivers on the right-hand side. They're going to hand it off, looking for some running room. Not a lot there, brought down after a game of about two. That was Klein on the carry. McGinnis with the tackle for the Pirates. And going to officially give him three, so we'll give him three in our scorebook as well. Second seven. Grove again, no huddle. Three wide receivers on the right-hand side. Shotgun for a run. With Klein, the running back beside him. Going to take a snap, looking to throw. Looking right side. Now he's going to step up into the pocket. He's going to run it. And he's going to be brought down, but he may have enough for the first. I'm waiting on official word. He's close to it. And he will say it's a first down. So Klein with the run. Or run, excuse me, with the run. He's got seven right there. And that'll be a Villagrove first down on the quarterback keeper. Run shotgun again. Three receivers on the right-hand side. One on the left. He's got his running back on the right-hand side as well. That's Klein. Run takes a snap. Looking to throw. Looking left. Looking left. Going to air it out. Left-hand side. It's up in the air. It's going to be caught. Caught by Villagrove. Down around the 25-yard line. That was Wilcoxon with the catch. Down to about the 25, and we'll say that, that is a gain of 35 yards on the pass, and a Villagrove first down. And Villagrove suddenly threatening inside Pirate territory. Shotgun again, three wide. Take snap, going to hand it off. Looking for some running room is Klein. This time he's going to be brought down. Gain of about one. It's a 32-yard pass play officially in the, the book, so we'll we'll keep it at 32 as well. As Rund will come out again, shotgun, three wide receivers on the right-hand side. Find the lone running back on the left, looking to throw. He's looking right, looking right, still looking right. He's under pressure. He's scrambling around. Now he's under a lot of pressure. He's back to the 40, back to the 45, trying to outrun the defense. Aim in defender, aim in wide receivers, go other ways, throws it up there. And it's incomplete. It was up there. I couldn't quite tell what happened down there. It was close to the goal line, but contact forced it loose, and it'll bring up third down. Run can do a lot, whether it be running it or throwing it. He's a very dangerous quarterback. It'll be third and nine now for Villa Grove. Villa Grove ball on the 24-yard line of the Pirates. Villa Grove will come out. Looks like shotgun, empty backfield. The rewind receivers on the right-hand side and the quarter and their running back kind of in a diamond formation on the right-hand side. Run, gets the snap, looking to throw. Under pressure, going to step up, and he's sacked. Sacked by the Pirate defense. Olmstead got in there with the sack. Give it a loss of six. Olmstead got in there, I saw. 
as well as Hunter Kemper getting in there. Now it'll be fourth down, and it looks like Villa Grove will be going for it here. Fourth down, we'll say it's about fourth and 15 after the eight-yard sack. Here with just a minute 50 left. Shotgun, three wide receivers on the right-hand side. Run, looking to throw. Under pressure, going to step up into the pocket again. Now he's rolling out to his right. He's going to try and get it with his legs. He pump picked the throw, and he's going to be short. Brought down. He was able to gain quite a few, but it'll be about four yards short. I will say he got about 13 on the run, but it'll be a turnover on downs. So the Pirate defense does a great job right there. They gave up the big pass play, but after that, they held strong and forced the turnover on downs. So Cumberland will take over first and 10 on their own 20. And we'll see if this Cumberland offense can milk the clock again like they did last time. Here just a minute 38 left to go in this first quarter of what has blown by here in this first quarter. Cumberland will line up. Shotgun. Going to move a man in motion. Actually, no, it's a Wildcat. And that's... Uh, I'm checking that was Olmstead on the quarterback keeper. Give him about six on the carry. And it was just kind of a weird formation. I hadn't seen the Pirates get in before. Actually, they're going to say a five-yard game. Second and five for Cumberland. Second and five ball in the 25-yard line. Pirates with a lot of grass in front of them. 75 yards to be exact. Olmstead comes out. He's under center. You got two wing backs and McNeekin. Nope, check that. That's McNeekin in at the quarterback position. He's going to keep it on the quarterback keeper out of the Wildcat. And he'll gain a couple. Looks like a gain of about four. He's just short of the first. That is, makes it third and one. That's already Blake's. 10th carry of the night. Ball just short of the 30, so it'll be third and one here for Cumberland. All right, trying to pick up this first down. They'll come out wishbone. Under center, Olmstead's going to keep it himself. Just move the pile, and the Pirates got enough for the first and more. We'll say it's about three yards on the quarterback keeper. And another Pirate first down, already their fifth of the night. First and 10, Cumberland. Ball on the 33-yard uh, line. As we will not get another playoff. So after one quarter of play, Pirates lead 6 to nothing. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo. Your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot cold brews, peas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. 
They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights, and players in uniform get free small cones. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back as we will switch sides now going right to left. Are your Cumberland Pirates? It'll be first and 10 for the Pirates. Ball on their own 33-yard line. Welcome back as we will... Uh, low scoring affair here early. As Cumberland has our only points. Six to nothing. It'll be first and ten, Cumberland. I formation for the Pirates. McNeek in the deep back. Kaiser in that fullback position. Two wide receivers on the right-hand side for Olmstead. Olmstead going to take the handoff to McNeekin, who's looking for some running room, and he'll just fall forward. He gained about a yard. That's about it. Bring up a second nine. Second and nine for the Pirates. As McMeekin ran the ball a lot tonight, but hasn't had a run over 10 yards yet. In fact, he's only had one, two runs of more than five yards. I guess three. Three runs of more than five yards. That is a nine-yard run, an eight-yard run, and a six-yard run. Other than that, the Villa Grove defense has done a pretty good job, but the Cumberland just keeps doing just enough to keep moving the ball and getting first down. They'll come out shotgun. Bierman and Harmon, the wide receivers on the left hand side. Gerhardt, the receiver on the right. And move McNeekin in motion. They pick the handoff to Kaiser, send it up to McNeekin. McNeekin's going to receive the pass, gets a block downfield. Got another one. He's on the near sideline. Maybe pushed out of bounds, but it'll be enough for the first. So Olmstead with a little screen pass. And we'll say it's good for about 13 and a first down for the Pirates. First and ten for the Pirates. Still inside Cumberland territory at the 46. Olmstead will come out shotgun. He's got three wide receivers on the right-hand side. That's Gerhardt as well as Bierman and McNeekin on the right. Handoff will go to Kaiser, and he's not able to get anything. Loss of one. Uh, Kaiser's first carry of the night. Uh, it'll be a loss of one. It'll set up second and 11. Kaiser had two great first games, but last week against Sullivan just couldn't seem to get anything going, on it, at least on his first carry tonight. Not able to get anything going either. As it'll be second and 11 on the 45, between the 45 46 yard line. I formation. Beerman on the left. Gerhardt on the right. Takes the snap, looking to throw it. His own steady under pressure, rolling out to his right. It's going to be caught by Harmon. Harmon's got enough for the first down and more, and he's going to be brought down at about the 35-yard line. And that'll be a first down. As we'll say, it's about a 18-yard gain. And another first down for Cumberland. As the Pirates now move it inside Villagrove territory. They're at the Villagrove 37-yard line for the Pirates. As Cumberland, again, doing a good job moving the football. 
double wing back shotgun formation. Going to move McNeekin in motion. They'll take it to McNeekin. Gives it to Kaiser. Kaiser with some running room on the right-hand side. He's down the sideline. He's going to be brought down by a couple of Blue Devils, but he's got enough for the first. Kaiser, it looks like about, it will be enough for the first down. And we'll say it's about a 17-yard gain. I think officially it'll be 18. Check that 19. So it'll be first and 10 on the 18-yard line. Cumberland inside the red zone for the second time tonight. That was a big gain from Kaiser. It's the longest play of the night. 19-yard gain. Cumberland will line up. Olmstead shotgun. He's going to keep it himself after moving McNeekin in motion, looking for some running room. Nothing there. And they're going to give him forward progress of basically a yard. Make it second and nine. Second and nine because of the forward progress. So it'll be second and nine for Cumberland. Pirates threatening again. Trying to put some more points on the board. They already lead six to nothing here in this second quarter. 8.40 left to go in this second quarter. As Cumberland will come out, shotgun, running back, Olmstead on the or running back is Kaiser, going to hand it off to Kaiser, looking for some running room. He breaks one tackle, still on his feet, finally brought down. Nope, still going, and finally now brought down. They'll give him about, they'll give him about a three-yard gain, four yards. We'll give him four. Or our game there by Kaiser. So it's still about third and six. Third and six for Kaiser, or for the Cumberland team. Check that. They're going to say again at two. About third and seven for Cumberland. Shotgun formation. Three wide receivers bunched up to the right-hand side, and we got whistles. As we've got a timeout. It will be... Villa Grove timeout, so we'll take 30 seconds as well. You'll open the Carmel Pirate Football on WCRA. At Gentry Small Engine Repair in Toledo, you'll find friendly faces waiting to take care of your outdoor and lawn care needs. Seasonal tune-ups, engine and machine repairs, and Cub Cadet warrant services, they can help. Working at home in the garage, our parts department covers a variety of brands. Or maybe you're ready for some new equipment. Our showroom features mowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from manufacturers including Cub Cadet, Troy Built, DeWalt, and European Forestry Company. Go see them at Gentry Small Engine, located on the north side of the square. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Villa Grove. As the Pirates threatening once again. We'll try and get you a scoreboard update coming up in just a little bit. Look at some area scores. That brought to you by First Neighbor Bank. Right now, it'll be third down, third and seven here for the Pirates. Shotgun, three receivers bunched up to the right-hand side. Olmstead's going to hand it off to McNeek. I'm looking for some running room. Now cuts back up field. I don't think he got enough for the first. He did get a gain, and it looks like he'll be just about a yard short. So we'll say it's a six-yard gain 
and it will be fourth and one. Fourth and one, ball on about the nine. Fourth down for the Pirates. And Cumberland's going to go for it here, especially after the extra point was blocked on their last extra point attempt. We'll see if we see a QB keeper up the middle. You see what Pirates have done the past couple of times on short yarded situations. They'll line up Wishbone. Olmstead takes snap. He's going to try to move the pile again. I think he got just enough. Yep. So another first down for the Pirates. And it will be first and goal on about the seven. On the seven, first and goal for the Pirates. And Cumberland's been very methodical with the football. As Cumberland will come out, wishbone again. McMeekin and Beerman, the deep backs. Olmstead, well handed off to McMeekin, looking for some running room, right-hand side. He's close. I'm waiting on official word. Nope, he's just short. Just short. So we'll give him a gain of about six. As it will be second and goal from about the one. And we see we see a QB keeper here. Olmstead. We'll do the QB keeper trying to get it in. I don't know if he got it. Yes, he did. Olmstead. One yard touchdown run on the quarterback keeper. And Cumberland gets on the board again here with 6.05 left to go in this first half on a one-yard touchdown run by Olmstead. That touchdown brought to you, of course, by First Neighbor Bank. So the Pirates now up 12 to nothing, and we'll wait and see what the Pirates draw up here. You have to assume they're going to go for two. And it looks like they will try and get it back to 14 nothing. Cumberland. Very smart with the football. They used a lot of clock. Now they'll try and convert on this two-point conversion. Shotgun formation. Three wide receivers on the right-hand side. Olmstead also with his running back. That's Kaiser on the right-hand side as well. Takes the snap. He's rolling out to his right, looking to throw it, looking to throw it. He's under pressure. Couldn't get the throw off, and he'll be brought down. So two-point conversion is no good. As the Pirates lead here 12 to nothing, we'll be back with more. Come on, Pirate Football at WCRA. Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new that can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer you're listening to cumberland pirates football on wcra 
Welcome back here to Villagrove High School. We had an injured Blue Devil down on the field. That was Logan Turner, who is now being helped up. And he's walking off the field under his own power with just a little bit of help. Logan Turner, the senior lineman, 6'6", 200 pounds. As Cumberland leads 12-0 after an extra point was blocked on their first touchdown. Two-point conversion there was not converted. So it'll make it 12-0 here. Cumberland leads with 6.05. Let's go in the half. Wilcox as well as Wadfelter back deep to return for Villa Grove as Nebel as they've all teed up. As Nebel with the kick. It's a high kick, not very deep. It'll be caught at about the 30. Looking to set up the return. Going to come back to the right side. He's got a blocker downfield. He's got one man to beat. He's down the sidelines, and he's down to the 40 inside Pirate territory. A great return for Villa Grove. Great return by Villa Grove. And it'll set the Blue Devils up with some great field position. That was Carter on the return. And it will be first and 10, Villa Grove on the Pirates' 40-yard line. Like I said, a great return. Shotgun formation, two running backs for Villa Grove. Run. Under center, going to hand it off, looking for some running room, and he spun it, and he fell down almost as he was spinning it. And was Klein on the carry. Give him a loss of one. He tried to spin away from a defender, and I don't know if he just got it, legs underneath of him or what the, what the case was, but it'll be a loss of one, make it second and 11 for Villa Grove. And 11, ball on the 41. The Pirate 41 for this Villagrove offense. Best field position they've had tonight. They'll come out with, from the shotgun, kind of three running backs, though, in the backfield with Run and off. Nope, Run's going to keep it himself on the option, trying to do something with it, and he's going to be brought down by a host of Pirates after a gain of about three. So that'll make it third and about eight. Third and eight. As Villagrove, like we said, had that great field position. You hate to squander it. As Rund again comes out shotgun with three running backs. Got two beside him and one behind him. Two wide receivers as well. Takes snap, looking to throw. Looking to the right. Going to air it out. Deep ball, and it's way too deep, and it'll go out of bounds. And it'll be an incomplete pass. He's looking for Dowler out there. But... Dollar didn't have any chance of that, and it'll bring up fourth down. So again, you get the great field position. The one thing you don't want to do is go three and out. And so Villa Grove going to try and avoid that here with this fourth down play. Fourth and eight for Villa Grove. Villa Grove has had two plays tonight of more than eight yards. I'll try and dial up another one here. Run, shotgun, three receivers on the left-hand side. Running back. On the left-hand side as well. Going to take the snap. Rolling out to his left. Rolling left. Looking to throw. Going to air it out. Deep ball. It's going to be caught and brought down, but enough for the first down. 
inside the 10. A great pass play right there to Dowler. And it will be inside the five, it looks like, down close to the five. But we'll say it's about a 33-yard 30, pass. And Villagrove now, first and goal from the five. Again, shotgun with three running backs. Back there with run. His ball's on the ground, but it's going to be picked up and brought down. Klein ended up picking it up and give him about a yard. I don't know if that was a design kind of fumble, the old fumble rooski. But we'll make it second goal from the four. For Villagrove, trying to get some points on the board here before the end of the half. 3.45 left to go in this half. Pirate defense trying to make another stop, trying to stand tall again. Run, shotgun, empty backfield. He's got that diamond set wide receivers on the right-hand side. Run, looking to throw, looking right, looking right, under pressure. Now he's going to step up into the middle, throws it. It's going to be caught. Touchdown, Villagrove. Run did a lot of running, but it led to a touchdown. Carter with a four-yard catch in the back of the end zone and just kept running around, and eventually he was found by Run with 3.22 left to go. They've cut the deficit in half, and now they'll line up for the extra point. Extra point coming up. Or Villa Grove. There's snap ball down. Kick is up. It's on the way. It's good. So the extra point is good, and that makes it 12 to 7. Cumberland leads. We'll be back with more Cumberland Pirate football on WCRA. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Villa Grove. They were able to turn that great kickoff return by Carter into a touchdown to Carter. Shaw was able to put the extra point in. It will be... Villagrove kicking it off. Wilson will kick. McMeekin back deep to return. Beerman's back there as well as Gerhardt and Kaiser. Wilson here in a five-point game, 12 to seven. I'm gonna love to get down and get some points here before the end of the half. Wilson has the ball teed up. There's the kick. It's kind of a little squibber. It's gonna go out of bounds. That'll be a penalty. So it will be a penalty, and Cumberland will take over first and 10 on their own 35-yard line. So first and 10, Cumberland on their own 35. Yeah. 
first and ten Cumberland. Olmstead and company going to try and put some points on the board before the end of the half. Five point lead, the dangerous one. Shotgun, three wide receivers on the right hand side. As Olmstead looking to throw, rolling out to his right, he's in trouble, and he's going to be brought down. May have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. I thought I saw a Vilgrove player jump, but it was not called, and it'll be no gain on the route. Second and ten. Second and ten. Shotgun. Three wide receivers on the left-hand side. Guys are the running back also on the left as well. Olmstead. Surveying the defense. Here's just 2.35 left to go in this first half. Takes a snap. Going to set up the screenplay to Bierman. Bierman makes the catch. Looking to cut up field, and he's going to get a gain of about uh, 60 yards, it looks like, on the pass to Bierman. I'll make it third and about four. Third and four. Ball on the 40. Ball just inside the 40, or should I say outside the 40? It's trying to travel right to left. Ball is to the left of the 40. I'm going to try to convert on a third down here with under two to go in the half. Olmstead got those dual wing backs. Kaiser, the running back on the right hand side, going to hand it off to McMeekin, setting up the jet sweep. McMeekin's going to lob it, looking for Beerman. It's going to be caught. A little bit of trickery from the Pirates, and it results in a first down. And we'll say that that is a pass play of 15 yards. And a first down for the Pirates. Beerman able to come up with the catch. Second week in a row, the Pirates have pulled that one out. And it will be first and 10 Cumberland on the Villa Grove 35-yard line. Shotgun formation, four wide, two on each side. Olmstead going to take the snap, looking to throw, looking right, under pressure, rolling out. Now he's in trouble. Pocket collapses, and he's going to be brought down for the sack. Loss of six on the sack, and it brings up second and about 16, and I think we're going to get a timeout here. We will get a timeout. It'll be a pirate timeout, so we'll take a 30-second timeout here with 109 left to go in the half. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.ev opportunity employer this is cumberland high school football on 99.5 and 107.7 wcra welcome back here to villa grove high school pirates have the football but after the big sack here and with a minute nine left to go you have to wonder someone took their first time out but how aggressive does coach want to be coach Watkins and this pirate coaching staff I'll come out shotgun. Three wide receivers on the left-hand side. Olmstead rolling out to his left, looking to throw it. Under pressure, just going to lob it up to Harmon, and it'll be set incomplete. 
He's looking for Harmon across the middle, and instead he'll fall asleep, bring up third down. Third and about 16. And this Cumberland offensive line does a good job of run blocking, but pass blocking, it seems like they have a little bit of problem. It seems like every time that Olmstead tries to throw a pass, he's under pressure, having to roll, having to, you know, do things like that. It'll be third and 16. Ball on the Bill Grove 41-yard line. Shotgun again. Four wide. He's going to move Kaiser, the running back, on the right-hand side. Low snap. Olmstead's got it. Throws across the middle to Harmon. Diving catch. Nope. Incomplete. Looking for Harmon across the middle. And he'll fall incomplete. And he'll be fourth down. I think the Pirates will have to punt here. I mean, or you go for it. I mean, you're you're on the 41, you know, yard line. In Villa Grove territory, but it looks like, well, I'm, I'm waiting to see personnel. And I believe we will be a punting here. Armin will be punting. Harmon will be punting. Villa Grove not even going to set up for a return. There's the snap. There's the kick. It's a great kick from Harmon. No one back to return, and it will go down, and it'll be down at about the one. McNeekin got down there, and I think he downed it at the one. Yep. Great punt by Harmon, and a great down by McNeekin getting down there, and it'll be first and ten. Villa Grove on their own one here with 48.7 seconds left to go in the half. Villa Grove trails by five. You're Cumberland, the one thing you don't want to do here is give up a big play. Bill Grove does have two timeouts left. Again, if you're Cumberland, the one thing you don't want to do is get beat over the top. You want to try and get some pressure if you can, maybe force a safety. Under center. Quarterback keeper by run. He's just trying to fall forward to gain a couple, and he'll get about one, I think. Actually, they'll give him two. Just to give some breathing room, but they won't call a timeout, and Bill Grove may be happy to just run this clock out. We're going to officially give him three. As now Villagrove will again line up under center. Will run, and he's just going to run it up the middle. Nope, he's going to go to the outside. He faked it up the middle, goes to the outside, and he's going to go out of bounds, but he's got enough for the first. Seven yards. And a first down here with 14.1 seconds left. They ran it they faked it up the middle like they were going to do a, another QB keeper just right up the middle. And instead he bounced outside and got in seven yards for the first. Ball on the 12. Now after Cumberland, I think you got to play prevent D here. you got to just keep everything in front of you. You don't want to get beat deep. As run. Will come out and again. Villa Grove does still have two timeouts, so if they can get a big chunk of yards, as run. Well, instead, just hand it off up the middle, looking for some running room. Spins away, does Klein. Klein's going to break another tackle. Still on his feet, still falling forward, and he's going to be down after a first down. First down for Villa Grove. We'll say it's about a 12-yard run by Klein. And that'll do it. No timeout, no nothing. And that'll be the end of the first half. Bill Grove will have the ball to start the second quarter, or second half, excuse me. But after one half of play, 
The Pirates lead 12 to 7. We will be back with a look at halftime stats show from a Pirate Football on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo, your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights. And players in uniform get free small cones. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenup. 
If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to the Halftime Show. Of course, the Wisconsin Building Center Halftime Show. Let's see. You'll look at those halftime stats. First for the Cumberland Pirates, Olstead, 10 rushes for 11 yards, one touchdown. He's 3 for 5 throwing the ball for 36 yards. Does have one fumble, but it was recovered by Beerman. So, uh, no turnovers yet tonight for the Pirates. McMeekin, 13 carries, 62 yards, one touchdown, one catch for 12 yards, and one pass. Yes, one for one passing the ball for 15 yards. Kaiser, three carries for 20 yards. It was Beerman, two catches for 21 yards, and Harmon with one catch for 18 yards. For Villa Grove, Rund, six carries for 24 yards. He's three for five passing the ball for 69 yards and one touchdown. It was Klein with five carries for 16 yards. Carter, two catches, 36 yards, and a touchdown. And, uh, of course, Dowler had the one big catch for 33 yards. And that's a look at your stats. Cumberland, again, you know, you look for positives. And here are some positives for the Pirates. First of all, you're leading. Yes, it's an uncomfortable five-point lead. That's always a scary lead because, you know, one touchdown, you're down by one. Extra point, you're down by two. Or if they want to go for two, you're down by you know, three. So uh, definitely that's what makes me a little nervous if I'm the Cumberland Pirates. Um, but good things for the Pirates. They've moved the ball well. Um, they've scored each time they've had the football, minus the last drive there at the end of the half. And also, no penalties, no turnovers yet. Now, again, there was a fumble, but Bierman was able to recover it on the opening drive, which ended up leading the point. So uh, that's definitely some, some good things for the Pirates. We'll see if Cumberland and keep that up here as we get ready to start the second half here momentarily. I want to thank our sponsors one more time. Of course, Scott's Building Center. You're listening to the Scott's Building Center Halftime Show. Evapco Midwest, the scoreboard update. First neighbor bank for the area scoreboard. We'll check that area scoreboard a little bit. Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Lauren Holt, Apple Clap. We'll announce our play of the game at the end of the game. Brought to you by Country Financial, Curtis Walker, and Lauren Holt, Apple Clap. Cuts Insurance, proud supporter of the National Anthem. You heard during the pregame show. Gentry Small Engine Repair, the defensive player of the year of uh, the game. We'll announce that in the post-game show. Coffee and Creams will have our final stats coming up. Neil Tyron Toledo, proud sponsor of the stream over at FPMRadio.com on the free FPM radio app and the Toledo Democrat. Hey, however you may be listening tonight to this Cumberland Pirate football game, we appreciate you listening, whether you're on WCRA 99.5 FM, uh, 107.7 FM, or online FPMRadio.com on the free FPM radio app. We greatly, greatly appreciate your support of Cumberland Pirate football. All right, let's get a look at the first neighborhood area scoreboard update. Uh, Shelbyville currently beating Tuscola 22 to 14. That game in the second quarter. It's Pena all over North Back 20 to nothing. That game in the second quarter as well. Uh, Sullivan 20 to six over Argenta. That game in the second quarter. Uh, Carlinville 19 nothing over Staunton. That game at the half. It is Sangamon Valley and Arthur tied up at seven in the second quarter. That one's a little surprising for me here early on. 
Uh, Casey, 28 nothing over Robinson in the second quarter. And it's Muhammad, 22 to nothing over Charleston that game in the first quarter. So that's kind of a look at your scoreboard update. We'll try and get you more scores throughout the night as we continue on here. But here in Villa Grove, it's the Cumberland Pirates clinging to a tight lead, 12 to 7 after one half of play. You're listening to the Cumberland Pirate Halftime Show. When we come back, we'll have our keys to the second half in just a moment. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. We're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo, your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot and cold brews, peas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights. And players in uniform get free small cones. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Welcome back here to Bill and Grove High School Pirates Lead. 12 to 7. And as I mentioned on the pregame show, our very own Travis Spark talks with Coach Wilson every single week on the starting lineup. A cheap plug starting lineup, 11 a.m. over on 98.9 The Game. You can also download that at fmradio.com. As we look at local sports, regional sports, and national sports as well, myself and Travis, we also talk with area coaches from Effingham, Cumberland, Villa Grove, as well as uh, Arthur. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. I think that's it, but don't quote me on that. There may be more, so make sure you tune into the starting lineup starting at 11 a.m. over on 99 The Game weekdays, Monday through 
Friday. But anyways, Travis talked with Coach Wilson over on the starting lineup, and he says that uh, Travis told me a little little pregame insight. A little as I was getting ready for this game, he said, "Hey, third quarters, Coach Wilson said, has been the kryptonite of Villa Grove. It just seems they've been in games, and then the third quarter kind of happens, and they, they just can't." get going in the third quarter now he said they're trying something new tonight trying something different trying to to break the mojo um don't know what that is but the third quarters have seemed to be the 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 you know villa grove just has had some flat third quarters here this season and considering that they're going to be getting the ball to start the second half and start that third quarter uh you definitely think they want to go down and get some points on the board as, as points on the board will lead to them at the very least taking the lead by a point. So uh, a very important opening drive here to start the second half coming up. So we'll have to wait and see. And like we said, you know, I feel Cumberland needs to win tonight or against Arthur or against, uh, you you know, you'd like to win two. I mean, let's be honest. You want to win all three of the upcoming games. You want to win every game. But I think if you're going to have a shot at the playoffs, Cumberland has to beat Villa Grove tonight and they have to beat Arcola. I think that gives them a realistic shot at making making the playoffs comfortably. Now, you can still make the playoffs. Um, it's just going to be a little bit harder with with you know uh, you can you can lose two more and still get to six wins, but again, you don't want to have to win out to make that happen. So, I, I especially with the way Argenta is playing Arthur tonight. I mean, that's a tie ball game. So, I mean, Argenta got their win last week against Arcola. They were just, somehow knock off Arthur, uh, that would be a huge, huge statement by Argenta, and it set them at 2-2, two and two, and that's Week 9 for Cumberland. You don't want that to be a Week 9 must-win game with the way Argenta's been playing here recently, so I, I think you've got you to try and get a win tonight, and again, it will be Villa Grove football to start the second half. Got a score update for you from Effingham. 21-14, Effingham leads with 2.16 left to go in the second quarter, so uh, the Hearts trying to spoil homecoming for the Green Wave tonight. As both teams here in this game up in Villa Grove make their way out on to the field and starting their warm-ups for the second half. What kind of team will we see come out of the half? Well, this Pirate offense, you know, they I can't really pinpoint anything that they've done that's bad. The, the worst thing the Pirates have done was Olmstead taking that sack there um, in the second half. It kind of set them back and, prevented them from really making a, a charge against some points before the end of the half or running out the clock, one of the two. Um, that's really the only thing I can pinpoint the offense. You know, hey, this is something we need to we need to worry about. Like I said, protection for Olmstead has been an issue tonight um, as it just seems like he has never had time in the pocket to, to really throw the ball. If he's wanting to throw the ball, he's just been under so much pressure he's having to get the ball off. Um on the run a lot of times or just, you know, un- with heavy pressure around him. So that's something I think that, you know, Cumberland, if they're going to want to pass the ball, you got to try and do a little bit better job of blocking uh, if possible. And maybe that means, you know, you leave a tight end in the block, maybe leave uh, Kaiser in the backfield to block, whatever the case may be. You want to try and get some of those some of those blocks in and try and, you know, give your quarterback some time back there so he can make right reads uh, if, if that's what the Cumberland Pirates are wanting to do in this second half. But we'll wait and see. Uh, defensively, I think the Pirates have done pretty good. You know, they got beat by a couple deep plays. Um, Run's just a great quarterback. I mean, he is a great quarterback who can improvise and get his offense to improvise with him. And that's the thing. A lot of quarterbacks can improvise, especially at the high school level. You know, they can run around and everything like that.
but he has his teammates improvising along with him. They communicate. They look at each other. They follow along with what the quarterback's doing, and they try to get open and do what they can. So, uh, to me, that's dangerous. It's a very, very dangerous team when your quarterback is good at improvising, can scramble around and keep plays alive, and then your your wide receivers, your tight ends, and your offensive line are all like, yeah, we can do this too, and and find something open. I mean, that's what happened with that touchdown pass is um, Carter just ran around in the back of the end zone and run, you know, looked like he was going to going to run the football in that last minute. He saw Carter in the back corner of the end zone and just fired it in there and got him, got him in there. So um, that's something that I think the Pirates are definitely going to have to be leery of. And that is, you know, maybe you put a spy on run or maybe, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, and the Pirates have done a, a pretty good job, all things considered. But again, you, you're kind of playing with, you know, hey, we can't let them score right now because a score puts us behind. <coughs> and Cumberland has trailed in one game this season. That was the Sullivan game. They ended up losing. Cumberland never had the lead in that one. They gave up 21 points uh, and, and you know, could never get those 21 points back. Um, but those that's the only game the Pirates have trailed in. And so this, this Cumberland team, you know, you have to expect, you know, if they do fall behind in this one, can they respond? Or, you know, kind of in, in the boxer mentality, if they get jabbed, if they get a hook to the body, can they recover enough to respond with a, a shot of their own we'll have to have to wait and see if this pirate team has yet to really face that I, like i said they got down last week 21 nothing but they really couldn't you know that they were down in that one and couldn't you know 21 points is a lot to come back from especially against a good team so uh the Bill grove team is also a good team and they're trying to you know get their second win in a row trying to make it back to back are the blue devils and really set themselves up with not just a shot at you know, a, a postseason, but possibly hosting a postseason, possibly, you know, getting six wins, possibly if you're your Villa Grove, because you've already faced, you know, you've, you've already faced Sullivan. That one's off the off the list, so you, you don't have to face them again. Um, and you've already faced Arthur, so I mean, the schedule sets up really nicely for Villa Grove to, you know, if they can get out of here with a win tonight, to to possibly, you know get to seven, seven wins, I, I think six for sure, um, and possibly be hosting a, hosting a playoff game. So um, this is a big game for both these teams. Cumberland is going to try and avoid two straight losses for the first time in a while. As again, it will be Grove football to start in the second half. Glad you're with us here on WCRA. We'll see how this game plays out. As it will be Neeble. Neeble back to kick. It will be Wilcoxon. As well as Juan Felter and Klein back to return for Villa Grove. As Neeble has the ball teed up. And again, wind was a little bit of a factor. It still is, but it's blowing you know, across the field. So not really helping out anyone. Cumberland traveling right to left. There's the kick, and it's kind of a short little squib kick. It'll be corralled and brought down at about the 26-yard line. So not much of a return. Basically, he picked it up at about the 20, so give it a yard or no gain, depending on how you look at it, and that's where Villagrove will take over. It'll be first and 10 Villagrove. Ball will be on their own 36. <laughs> 
And again, I expect I want to see this Cumberland defense come out and show some fire. And run. Comes out shotgun. He's got three wide receivers on the left-hand side. Running back is fine on the left-hand side as well. Run gets the play from the sideline. Now he's going to move his running back to the right. Run takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Klein. Klein's got a hole up the middle and give him looks like about four or five there. As we have a Cumberland player down. Cumberland player down on the field. Can't see from my vantage point who it is, but he's down. It was a gain of six by Klein. As that is. Cumberland player down on the ground. Looks like it might be. Brett Wolke, possibly, the junior lineman. He is down, so while he's being tended to, we will step away. You're listening to Cumberland High Football on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Hey, let's go. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates football on WCRA. Second and four for Villa Grove. It was Grant Kaiser who went down, but he was able to get up and get off the field under his own power. Running back uh, Klein will get the carry. Give them about a yard on that one. After the six-yard gain on the previous play, they'll set up third down. Third and about three for Villa Grove. As Cumberland defense going to try and make a stop here on third and three. Shotgun again with that diamond wide receiver formation on the left-hand side for run. He's going to take the snap. He's rolling out to his left. Still rolling left, looking to throw it. He's got a man wide open. He's got to be caught at about the 45-yard line, knocked out at about the 43. Will talk them with the catch. Give him about, uh, we'll give him about 13 on the catch. 14 officially. And again, this is what Cumberland, you know, you didn't want to have this happen. And now Villa Grove in Pirate territory here. First and 10 from the Pirate 43. They'll come out again in that diamond from the shotgun. Looking to throw quickly is run. He's got it to Klein, setting up the screen, but the Pirates read it perfectly, and it'll be a loss of three. So a loss of three. Get Meekin able to get out there on the stop. And that'll push Villa Grove back a little bit. It'll be second and long for the Blue Devils. I get second and 13. Shotgun, three wide receivers on the left. Running back on the right-hand side as well. One run receiver on the right as well. Four run. Looking to throw a quick throw over the left-hand side. It's got ball complete. Looking for Carter. And he threw it a little bit behind him. And it'll be third down. Looks 
third down and run was coming over to get the play and I saw his you know the long snappers over here kind of warming up the third long and he told him yeah, you, you can stop you're okay so we'll see if that is the case or run third and 13 they'll do that diamond again on the left hand side this time shotgun wide receivers in a diamond going to take the snap Rolling to his left is Run. He's under pressure. Almost fell down. He's under a lot of pressure. He's under a lot of pressure. He was able to get it away, and it'll fall incomplete. Three Pirates were back there, and it'll fall incomplete as he just kind of heaved that one towards the sideline to make sure he didn't get, uh, you know, brought down. There's going to be a flag. Yep. It'll be intentional grounding because he didn't get outside the tackle box. He was still in between the hashes. And so that'll be intentional grounding. And it'll be all the way back at the Villa Grove 30. As Cumberland brought the pressure. And so it'll be fourth and forever after the intentional grounding. And we'll see a punt here from Villa Grove. So the Pirate defense holds strong. Able to force the punt here. The first down marker, by the way, is about the 30 three-yard line. That's the Cumberland 33, and the ball right now is at the Villa Grove 25-yard line. So, yes, you're going to punt it. There's the snap. There's the punt. Able to get it off. Pressure came from the Pirates, and it will go towards the sideline, and it will be down on the 45-yard line. That's the Pirates 45. Cumberland will take over in their own territory, but overall, a good uh, first drive there for the Pirate defense. Like I said, Run just couldn't get out of the tackle box, and he threw that one up as opposed to taking the sack. And in that instance, you might as well just take him the sack and got you the same thing. So we'll see if the Pirate, what the Pirate offense can do here. 9.59 left to go in this third quarter. It's 12-7, Cumberland lead. And we'll come out shotgun with a wing back on the right-hand side. I believe it's Kaiser in that wing back position. Take snap, going to hand it off to McNeekin, looking for some running room on the sweep to the outside. Not a lot there. Fights forward, though. And McNeekin able to fight forward. Looks like a gain of about three. It'll be second and seven. Four, Cumberland close to midfield, down at about the 48-yard line. So second and seven for this Pirate offense. That's Cumberland. Again, tries to get it going on offense. Had a couple of touchdown drives early on, but I've been quiet here recently. It'll be a pitch out to McNeekin. Running room on the left-hand side this time. He's across the 50, down to the 45, and he's going to be out of bounds to the 40. Almost took out the bench. And he may have, I mean, he felt hard. Did McNeekin on the sideline. Like I said, it's very close here, close quarters. But he was able to get up, and he's going to be okay. Give it a – we'll say it's about a 12-yard gain for McMeekin and a first down for the Pirates. As McMeekin just was trying to slow down, and he almost hit the corner of the bench, the metal bench there. And McMeekin will head off to the sideline just to get a, a breather and check over and make sure he's okay. So it'll be first and ten. For the Pirates, inside Villa Grove territory, shotgun formation, Olmstead 
He's got Kaiser beside him, two wide receivers on the right-hand side as well for Olmstead. Olmstead takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Kaiser, looking for some running room. And he's going to be brought down by a host of Blue Devils. Give him a yard. That's about it. It'll be second and nine for the Pirates. Ball in the 39-yard line. As the running room tonight for Kaiser just hasn't been there. Minus one play at 19 yards. I mean, the running room hasn't been there in general tonight for the Pirates. Kind of a couple of chunk plays every once in a while. But for the most part, this Bill Grove defense did a good job up front. Limiting the running lanes for this Cumberland offense. Cumberland will come out shotgun. Wing back is Kaiser. Running back is McNeekin back in. He's going to get the pitch on the right-hand side. Looking for some running room, and he's got it on the sideline. He's down the sideline. He's got enough for the first down and more. Give him about 15 yards and a first down. Cumberland, another first down on the ground. That's their 12th first down total of the night. Making about 15 there. And it'll be first and 10 on the 24-yard line. Pirates threatening again. Trying to put some points on the board. Again, they lead by four. Five. Excuse me, I can't do math. Twelve and seven. As I see the Cumberland players looking on the sideline. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if... And Cumberland's going to have to take a timeout. So Cumberland will take a timeout here. They didn't have the right play or the right personnel. Don't know what the issue is. So Cumberland will burn their first timeout, and we'll take 30 as well. You'll see Cumberland Power Football on WCRA. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Little Grove High School. It'll be first and 10 Cumberland ball on the 24-yard line. Cumberland having to burn one of their timeouts. We'll see if that uh, becomes a factor a little bit later on in this game. First and 10 Cumberland. Wing back is Kaiser on the left-hand side. McNeekin, the running back on the right, going to get the pitch is McNeekin looking for some running room. He's going to be brought out of bounds after a loss of a couple. Or a loss of uh, loss of two. Well, set the Pirates up with a second and 12. As he was looking to get that running room on the right-hand side, just nothing there. And again, this Bill Grove defense has been well-prepared here to stop this Pirate running attack. As Cumberland will come out again, wing back is Kaiser on the left-hand side. Shotgun again for Olmstead. McNeekin the running back on the left. Olmstead looking to throw. He's under pressure immediately. He's still trying to throw it away, and he's going to be brought down by a host of Villagrove defenders. Loss of about seven. 
And it sets Cumberland up with a long third down. And this is what happened at the end of the half. Cumberland was driving and then, you know, a big sack and a couple of negative plays. And they got themselves out of any opportunity for points. And now it's another big third down. Third and 19 for the Pirates. I, I don't think you're going to get 19 on this play, but you kind of get a chunk to make fourth down more manageable. Especially in a five-point game. You gotta get you gotta get some positive yards here to make it more manageable on fourth. Shotgun, three wide receivers on the left hand side for Olmstead. He's gonna take the snap, looking to throw, got some time, gonna air it out, looking I think for Beerman, and it's gonna fall incomplete. As Beerman just couldn't quite get the separation there, and Beerman's down on the ground. And Kaiser's just going to pick him up and say, you're all right, you're all right, come on, come on. And Beerman's a little shaken up, but he's able to walk to the sideline under his own power. It'll be fourth down. Kaiser ran from the huddle. He's the only pirate who ran down there to be by Beerman, and he picked him up and said, you're all right, you're all right. Now it'll be fourth down, and I think you're going to go for it here. Fourth and 19, especially with the way your defense looked last time. And maybe not. I don't know. Harmon did a good punt on that last punt. Got Phil Grove down to the one. Phil Grove is lined up to return a punt. Cumberland's going to go for it here. Now Villa Grove will readjust. And now we're going to get a timeout, I think, from Villa Grove. Yes, we will. Timeout from Villa Grove after they saw Cumberland line up to go for it. Now, maybe that was a ploy by Cumberland. I don't know. But again, fourth and 19, ball on the Villa Grove 32. I think, you know, that's a, a position where uh, I don't know if you can punt it that well to not to not have a touchback. So you might as well try and go for it and keep the drive alive. So we're having a, a clock reset here. As more than 19 here. I, this is why I'm not a coach. It looks like the Pirates will go for it here on fourth down. And maybe not. Yep, they will. Fourth down for Cumberland. Then shotgun. Meekin, the lone receiver on the right-hand side. Kaiser, the running back on the right-hand side as well. Takes the snap. Looking to throw it as Olmstead. Going to throw it to McMeekin. He overthrew him, and it'll fall incomplete. Olmstead had him by about a good half a step or so. But the Villagrove defense able to make the stop. And now Villagrove trying to get the crowd to make some noise here. He'll take over on offense. But a chance to get some points and take the lead here if you're Villagrove. The defense stops the Pirates, forces the turnover on down. So it'll be first and 10, Villagrove, all on their own 32 yard line. Shotgun formation for run. 
Run, four wide, shotgun. Got Klein, the running back. He's going to get the handoff, looking for running room up the middle. Gets through the first player. It's a foot race. Down the middle of the field, he's going to be brought down from behind, down around the 40-yard line. Inside Pirate Territory, a big first play. We'll say it's about a 30-yard 30, 30 run. And it will be first and 10. Inside Pirate Territory, down to the 38. It's fine, just ran it right up the middle. Line. Run, shotgun, takes a snap, going to run it again as Klein breaks through one tackle and brought down after a gain of about uh, five, it looks like. Make it second and five. As this Cumberland defense a little shell-shocked after that run. As now Villa Grove in plus territory. Shotgun again. Two wide receivers on the left. Two running backs as well. Four run. Takes a snap. Going to hand it off again for Klein. Klein able to fight forward for a couple. He's close to the first. And looks like he's just short. They gain a four. And Bill Grove Cook is going back to the line. They didn't get the ball reset. Now they can quickly get to the line. So third and one, and it looks like they're lining up for a QB sneak up the middle for, for run. And then the Pirates read it. He was trying to bounce outside again. Pirates read it. They'll bring up fourth down. Lots of about two. Pirates read it perfectly, and now it'll be fourth down. And loss of one. It'll be fourth and two. Nope. Lost, lost two. Fourth and three. Pirates run that one perfectly. But now let's see if the Pirate defense can make a big stop here. Shotgun again. Two running backs in the backfield with a run. Two receivers on the left. Run. Trying to get the Pirate defense to jump, and he did. First penalty of the night on the Pirates. And that'll be a first down. And a five-yard penalty. But more importantly, the first down. It'll be first and ten on the 26th. Pirate defense being tested here by the Blue Devils. Shotgun again, two running backs. Two receivers on the left. Run, takes the snap, going to hand it off. Not to Klein this time. Instead, it will be Butts with the carry. And it looks like he'll get about five. He's a little slow getting up. He is able to get up and he'll walk to the sideline under his own power. So I'll give him four. Let me get second and six. Run, shotgun, three wide receivers on the left. Takes the snap, looking to throw his run. Looking to the left. Now under pressure, trying to spin away from it, still on his feet. He's just going to run for it himself, and he's going to get out of bounds after a gain of a couple. Gain of about three, it looks like. As Cumberland brought the pressure, run, able to feel it. And he 
give them two officially. Third and four now for Villagro. Inside the Cumberland 20. Here's, we got 3.33 left to go, third quarter. 12 to 7, Cumberland leads, but Villagrove trying to erase that. Shotgun through, which he was bunched up on the right hand side for a run. Take snap, hands it off to Klein. Klein looking at running room. And then the ball came, nope, they're going to say it was down on the ground. Ball came out, but they said it was down on the ground. But no gain on the play. So it will be fourth down again. Fourth and three. Fourth and three. Fourth down again. We'll see if this Pirate defense can make a stop. Shotgun, diamond formation again on the right-hand side. Run, rolling to his right, looking to throw, looking to throw under pressure. Now comes back to the left, airs it out to the left side, incomplete. Had a man over there. Unfortunately, it falls incomplete, and it'll be a turnover on down. So Cumberland will take over after forcing the fourth down. So both these defenses making stands here. And it will be first and 10 Cumberland on their own 19-yard line. Both defenses on back-to-back possessions have made good stops. Now Cumberland will take over. Olmstead on the own 18. They'll line up in that wishbone. And off to McMeekin. He's looking for some running room on the right-hand side. Not a lot there. Maybe, yeah, it looks like about a yard for McMeekin. Make it second nine. Second nine now for the Pirates. And this Cumberland offense, they've, like I said, they've done a good job of moving the football. It's just when they get down close to Bill Grove territory, Bill Grove just does a good job defensively of toughening it up. We'll see if the Pirates can move it on this play. Second nine, shotgun for Olmstead. He's got two running backs, two wide receivers on his left-hand side. Going to move McNeekin in motion. Makes the handoff. Going to hand throw it to McNeekin. McNeekin trying to make one man miss. Makes one miss. Makes another miss. Still on his feet. He may have enough for the first. We'll wait and see. And it looks like it'll be about a seven-yard gain. Yeah, we'll, we'll say it's a six-yard gain on the pass. So it'll be third down, third and about two. Third and two here. With just 120 left to go in this third quarter. Still 12-7. Cumberland leads. Cumberland will line up wishbone. Third and two. You need to get these two. They'll line up QB sneak up the middle. Olmstead trying to fight forward. Still on his feet. And finally brought down. I think he got just enough. It is, yes. Olmstead got two. And three. We'll give him three, just enough for the first. And it'll make it first and ten. First and ten ball on the Cumberland 29-yard line. And this pirate offense just keeping possessions alive. That's all they're doing. 
as Olsen will come out once again. Wishbone. Actually, it's going to be a direct snap to McMeekin. McMeekin going to cut back up field, and he's got a, a decent gain of about eight. Eight-yard gain by McMeekin on the direct snap. They get second and two for the Pirates. And that will bring us to the end of the third quarter. So after three, it is still 12-7. Cumberland leads. We will step aside. When we come back, we'll have fourth-quarter action here on WCRA. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Cumberland Football is here again. The first neighbor bank is there is nothing better than home field advantage. That's why we offer basic checking with no monthly service charge, along with interest-bearing checking for both consumers and businesses. It's a wide array of personal consumer, business, and agriculture loans. While away from home, bank from anywhere with First Neighbor's online banking and mobile app. First Neighbor Banking, Green Up and Toledo, FirstNeighborBank.com. An equal housing lender member of FDIC. All loans subject to credit approval. Now, enjoy the game, and let's go Pirates. Well, I like the way this game is going right now. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Well, switch sides. Cumberland going left to right on your radio dial. The lineup wishbone here on the second and two. Handoff. Tim McMeekin looking for running room. Left-hand side. Puts his head down. He's able to fight forward for the first. Give McMeekin about five. Another first down for the Pirates. If Cumberland can be methodical again and use up some clock like they did on that opening drive, that results in points. That's the thing. It's got to result in points. That would be a great drive for the Pirates. But don't be in a hurry here. Use up some of this clock. Both teams have two timeouts left. Cumberland will come out. As... McNeekin will line up in the quarterback position out of that wildcat formation, and he'll run it. Looking for some running room on the left-hand side. Now trying to cut into the middle of the field and heads into the, the big pile, and he's going to get about four on the carry. Blake now with 21 carries on the night. He gets four on that one, makes it second and six. On the 44. So, second and six. Second and six for Cumberland. Trying to get inside Villa Grove territory. The line up high formation. Two wide receivers on the left hand side. Takes a snap. Going to pitch it to McMeekin. Looking for some running room. Left side. Breaks one tackle. Fights forward. I think he's got enough for the first. Oh, wait for official word. I haven't seen it yet. They're going to say first down. So we gain a six there. They're going to say seven. First and ten. 
inside Villa Grove territory. It's on the Villa Grove 49-yard line. Cumberland trying to move this ball and trying to get some points. That's what they got to do. They'll line up again with McNeekin at quarterback. Gets the direct snap. He's looking to run to the left. Now cuts back upfield. Now cuts back to the right. And he's going to be brought down from behind. And he'll gain about eight on the carry. Second and two for Cumberland. As again, the Pirates just working this clock, just milking it. 9.30, less than 9.30 to go in the ballgame. Pirates lead by five. But again, this only works if you get points. you got to get points in the end. I'm going to come out again, wishbone. Behind Olmstead. Olmstead. And the play clock wind down. And Villagrove jumped. That'll be a penalty on Villagrove. Five yards. And a first down for Cumberland. Cumberland's second penalty of the night due second first down due to penalty. That'll be first and ten, Cumberland. Ball on the twenty check that ball on the thirty six yard line. And again, Cumberland just letting the clock go. I think Cumberland's in control right now. As long as they have the football, they can dictate the pace of this game. Meekin will line up a quarterback. Takes a snap, looking for running room on the left. Now trying to cut back and breaks through one tackle. And still fighting, still on his feet. And he's going to be brought down close to the first. Good carry right there by McNeekin. And that'll be a gain of eight. McNeekin is down. So is Claude Felter, both players down. Claude Felter is the one who got the tackle on him. Gain of nine by McNeekin, but that's not what you want to see if you're the Pirates. And Blake will get up. I think he's all right. He will walk out under his own power, but it's Claude Felter, who is still down on the field. It will be a second nine for the Pirates. But we will step aside. We'll be back with more Cumberland Pirate football on WCRA. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Drina. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Drina. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer you're listening to cumberland pirates football on wcra welcome back let's take a look at that uh, scoreboard update as that player still being tended to uh give me just one second here 
check on our first neighbor bank area scoreboard update. As Mount Carmel 49 to nothing over Newton. That came in the second quarter. As Carter was the one who was shaken up. And he'll be helped to the sideline. And we'll check that scoreboard here again in just a moment. And it'll be second and two. Actually, second and one. They're gonna, yeah, second and one. As now the clock will... It won't start yet. Because, well, now they're... Now it will start. As Cumberland will come out. Wishbone here trying to convert this first down. It's second and one. And Cumberland's just going to let the play clock wind down. As... Olmstead's watching the back ref. Wait for him to start kind of counting down the, the play clock because there is no actual play clock here in Villa Grove. There's 10 seconds. And now Olmstead will get under center, and they're going to do a QB keeper for Olmstead up the middle. And he's going to fall forward, and it will be enough for the first. Olmstead give him another three. Give Cumberland another first. And again, Cumberland just milking this clock. We're down to seven and a half minutes left. And again, you're either, you know, going to force Villa Grove to use their timeouts, which they're not going to use yet, or you're going to end up scoring, which is what the Pirates want to do. Because then you're going to go up, you know, at least 11 makes it a two-possession game, minimum. But again, this strategy only works, I think, for the Pirates if they get points. I'll come out again with McMeekin at quarterback here on the first down. He's going to run it for the left side. Now he's going to try and cut back up field. Still on his feet, surrounded by a host of Blue Devils. He's going to be brought down after a game of, looks like, about five. Blake's been the workhorse tonight. 25 carries on the night. We're going to give him four on that one. Makes it second and six. Ball on the 20-yard line. So again, Cumberland doing a good job using up the clock. But again, you've got to get points here if you're Cumberland. You can't leave time on the clock and not get points. And this is where the Villa Grove defense has stood tall here once Cumberland gets in the red zone. Cumberland. McMeekin again in at quarterback. This time he's going to run to the right-hand side. Not a lot of running room there. Give him about two. And it'll bring up third down. You don't want to have a, a fourth down here. It'll be third and four. I think you got to pick it up here if you're the Pirates. You have to get a first down here if you're Cumberland. Don't make it be, I mean, you can, you can settle with a fourth and one. But don't let it be any more than that, I think. You cannot leave time on the clock and not get points here if you're Cumberland. Pirates line up again. I formation this time. Nope. Wishbone. Olmstead going to pitch it out to McMeekin. McMeekin looking for some blocks in front of him. Trying to cut back up field, and I think he's going to get just enough for the first. It looks like he is. McMeekin with enough for the first. And we'll say he got about six on that one. Another first down for the Pirates. And that's what they needed to do. Get the first ball, looks like, on the, about the 14-yard line. 
I think it's a 13. It'll be first and 10 here. Closing in on just under five minutes left to go in this ballgame. Meekin again in at quarterback. Play clock down to 10. Meekin takes the snap. He's looking for running room on the left side. Now cuts back upfield and give him a couple. And it looks like we got another Villagro player down. A couple of them. And they both able to get up. So give them about four on the carry for McNeekin. So it will be second and six for the Pirates from the nine-yard line. And again, if you're Cumberland... You want to make sure you get points here. As they restart the clock due to those two players being down. As Cumberland looking at a second and six from the nine. Cumberland, wishbone again. Well, I'm waiting. Olmstead not even yet under center. Letting that clock drain as much as possible. Ten seconds left on the play clock now. Olmstead will get set under center. Olmstead's going to keep it on the quarterback keeper. Maybe got a, a couple. Odd call there. At least in my opinion. Unless they feel confident in the, the kicking game and they just want to try and center it. But we'll say no gain. But again, three points here makes it an eight-point game. But I don't like just playing for three. I'd want to play for a touchdown, but that's me. Third and six. Third and six. Cumberland will come out I formation. Third and six, handoff. We'll go to McMeekin, looking for some running room. Able to cut back one way. Still on his feet. He's going to go in. I think he's in. Touchdown. Touchdown, McMeekin. From nine yards down, a touchdown run for the Pirates. Brought to you by First Neighbor Bank. And Cumberland scores with 3.03 left to go on a nine-yard touchdown run by McMeekin. His second touchdown of the night. Now we'll see if the Pirates, nope, they're just going to go for the extra point here. First one was blocked. What has been a defensive battle? That's Neville. Has the snap. There's the kick found the way. No good. No good. May have been tipped at the line. So the extra point, no good. And... It's 18 to 7, Pirates lead. We will take a break when we come back. We'll have more Pirate football for you on WCRA. 
Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! This is Cumberland High School Football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. What a drive for the Pirates. 16 plays, 82 yards, but more importantly, 11 minutes and 15 seconds. A great drive for Cumberland. Leaves Villa Grove down now by 11 with 3.03 left to go. It's a two-possession game. Nebel to kick. It's a little squib kick. Not a whole lot of distance. It was touched by Villa Grove and picked up by the Pirates. Villa Grove touched it, and Kaiser fell on it, and Cumberland will take over. Oh, man. As that may have done in any chance Villa Grove has of coming back in this game, is now, you know, with only two timeouts, a first down may steal this for the Pirates. It'll be first and ten. On the Villa Grove 39-yard line. They'll come out wishbone for the Pirates. Olmstead. That's protect the football here. Going to hand it off to Beerman on the little reverse. And Beerman's going to fall forward. Gain of about four. And we'll get a timeout from Villa Grove. That is their second timeout. And again, this is, you know, Cumberland's got it right where they want it. You know, the only thing you have to do here if you're the Pirates, protect the football. You haven't turned the ball over yet tonight, but you have to protect it here because you know Villa Grove is going to try and punch it, rip it, whatever they can, get the ball out of there. you got to hold on to that football with two hands. you got to cover that thing up. Don't give them any chance to do anything to get it. So, uh, boy, that that uh, that, uh, that unintentional onside kick by the Pirates, just a heartbreaker for Villa Grove. And, again, the Pirates. Ball come out of this timeout. And again, I think a first down here may seal it. It's second and about six. And the lines up wishbone again. Olmstead under center. Going to pitch it out to McMeekin. McMeekin looking for some running room on the left side. Cuts back up field. He's got enough for the first. First down, and he stayed in bounds. That'll be a gain of a seven for McMeekin. And a first down for the Pirates. And we're not going to get a timeout from Villa Grove here. 2.37 left. First and 10 from the 27. And again, Pirates come out wishbone. Ten seconds left on the play clock. But again, the clock's now it's running. 
Hand it off to Bierman. And he'll fight forward for a couple. And we'll get a timeout from Villa Grove. That'll be their final. Bierman will get three. As Villa Grove will take their final timeout of the game. Here with 2.03 left. They trail 18 to 7. But no other way to stop the clock here. It will be second down. As Cumberland here in this fourth quarter has really, I mean, they've played offensively just about perfect in this fourth quarter. All right, using the clock, draining the clock, moving the football, and getting points as well. It's uh, really been impressive to see from this pattern offense here in this fourth quarter. Basically, they played keep away from run. They prevented him from having the football. And I, I think that's a great strategy. So it'll be second down, second about seven. Second and seven for Cumberland. And it looks like we'll just see a kneel here. Nope. And then we're going to get a play. Kaiser will line up at quarterback. Nope, that's Olmstead. He'll keep it. No gain. Actually, they're going to say a loss of about two. Cumberland has to run a, run a play. They can't just take a knee because the amount of time left. So it'll be third and about eight. You may give Villagrove a little bit of clock left. But Cumberland letting it drain as much as they can here. Down to just 90 seconds left. Pirates lead 18-7. They're with third down. And now it looks like we will get a kneel. And we will. That's a kneel down. And it'll be fourth down. But Cumberland will have to, I, I think we're going to take another kneel here. It'll be fourth and nine. Again, you're going to leave Villa Grove with some time left on the clock. So Villa Grove will have time left, but I don't know if they have enough time to score 11 points with no timeouts. As Olmstead lines up under center, he'll take another knee. And it'll be a turnover on downs, and because of that, with 34.4 seconds left, it'll be turnover on downs, and Villagrove will take over. The run will get a, a shot to probably heave it up towards the end zone, because you gotta get you gotta get a touchdown, and then you gotta get you know at least an extra point, and then I get the ball back with no timeouts and 34 seconds. Again, this is another thing where if I'm Cumberland, I'm just kind of keeping everyone back. you got to just keep everyone back, I would think. Keep everything in front of you. Rund will come out, shotgun, three wide receivers on the left. Looking to throw. Quick throw to the left, and it's going to be incomplete. Looking for Carter, and it falls incomplete just out of his hands. And that makes it second and 10, 31 seconds left. 
As again, a first down will temporarily stop the clock while they get the chain set, kind of like college. But again, you you just need to you need to get out of bounds and you, you need to try and get some yards if you're Villa Grove. So right now, time obviously not working with you. Three wide receivers again for a run. Shotgun takes a snap, looking to throw, looking to throw, going to air it out to right side. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by McMeekin. McMeekin pulls down the interception. And that will do it. So the interception by McMeekin will seal the deal here tonight. And the Pirates will improve to three and one on the season. Villagrove falls to one and three. And we'll get one last final kneel down here from Olmstead. And that will do it. Cumberland gets the win here tonight. 18 to 7. We'll be back with a look at your final stats brought to you by Coffees and Creams in just a second here on your home for Cumberland Pirate Football, WCRA. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco and Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Opportunity employer. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future, trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new that can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holstapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Hey! 
The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Opportunity employer. Welcome in the Cumberland Pirates football post game show on 995-1077 WCRA. Of 18 to 7. Let's take a look at those final stats brought to you by Coffees and Cream. Before Cumberland, Blake McMeekin had 30 carries for 164 yards, two touchdowns. He was also one for one passing the ball. And he had two catches for 16 yards as well. For Olmstead, four for eight throwing the football. He had 42 yards, 18 carries for five yards to get one touchdown. It was Kaiser, four carries for 21 yards. Bierman had three carries for eight yards, two catches for 21 yards. And it was Harmon with one catch for 18 yards. As Cumberland gets the win here tonight for runs, he ran the ball eight times for 25 yards. He was five for 12 throwing the ball. 80 yards, one touchdown, one pick. 
it was Klein, 11 carries for 62 yards, one catch for negative three yards. Uh, Carter had two catches for 36 yards and a touchdown. It was also uh, Dowler, one catch for 33 yards. And finally, it was uh, Butts with one uh, catch for 14 yards. So that is our Coffee and Creams final stats. Our um, Gentry Small Engine Repair Defense Player of the Game, we're going to give it to uh, Blake McMeekin for the interception there that kind of sealed the deal. And we're going to name our country financial Curtis Walker, Lauren Holt, have the final play of the game. The onside, if you want to call it that, uh, kickoff return at the very end of the game uh, for the Pirates. But I will also say play of the game, the final real offensive drive that resulted in points for the Pirates as 16 plays, 82 yards, and 11 minutes and 15 seconds. And Coach uh, joining us here post game and uh, Coach, that drive was the drive of the game for the Pirates. And more importantly, no turnovers for Cumberland tonight. That is music for my ears, man. That is great. That is awesome. We preached so long, like this is the fourth game now. Um, and we preached in the importance of protecting the football. And I just talked about it, but there, this is a prime example. You know, that mm-hmm. is critical where we can get three, four, five yards. Kind of a grinded out type of game, yeah. which we kind of figured it would be. And you said, what, 11 plays, 82 yards, 11 minutes. And 16 15. plays, 82 yards, oh, 11 minutes, and 15 seconds. That's great. That is yeah. awesome. That warms my heart. Yeah. I mean, that is really, that was that was great. I was so proud of the kids. I mean, we knew this was going to be a grind. They're good. They're senior heavy. Um, you know, we're battling some injuries and everything. We've got kids playing out of position, mm-hmm. you know, so we kind of went simple um, tonight. And I'm just, you know, the first half we made a couple mistakes. Um, B.O. put the ball on the ground. We were fortunate to get it back. Yep. Kind of had a blown coverage there. They gave him a big play. Um, I got beat on another play. But really the second half was a very well-played football game. Very well had. I mean, I'm just I'm very, very proud of the kids for, the, for just the, the grit, you know, mm-hmm. just the, the tough it out, you know, kind of game. And, and it was it was great. Awesome. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I set up here in the booth, you know, Cumberland can take the time on that final, final real offensive drive. They can take time, but it has to result in points. You can't leave time on the clock and not get away empty-handed. And I think there was a fourth down. Cumberland went for it, got the first down, and then uh, McMeekin ended up running it in. How important was that drive? And, and in, as a coach, in your head, where you're going, we have to get points on this drive, not just take time off the clock. The points are huge, and it's just it's it's such a psychological disadvantage. I mean, I've been in that. I've been on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything. You know, you mm-hmm. can't stop them. You're they're cutting us. They're trying to change fronts. They're flipping guys around. You know, they're trying, they're grasping right now. Mm-hmm. And I've been there, and it's, it's a demoralizing feeling. And to be on the other side of it is great. It's joyous. And um, for just the way the kids play tonight. And, mm-hmm. yeah, for us to come away with points there on that and then get the accidental, that was not an onside kick. That was right. not, the, the last two, we're just trying to kick it hard on the ground. We've got a first-year kicker out mm-hmm. that is still trying to, you know, in week four trying to figure some things out. Um, tries, his, tries his tail off, you know. And mm-hmm. those two that he kicked there in the second half were supposed to be hard on the ground deep and we got we got fortunate there on that second one yeah I, I didn't know if it was that or if you were trying to keep it away from carter who had a big return earlier in the game and it was just all right we're not going to let him beat us because uh, the return touchdown there would would definitely swing momentum back to the villa grove there but a, a great night tonight uh, blake mcmeekin the workhorse again 30 attempts 164 yards and he's now a perfect two for two for 30 yards on the season throwing the football uh it, you know he is one of those players where he's just you know we talk about playmakers you got to get your playmakers the ball. He's a playmaker, and you find different ways to get him the football. You got to be creative. I mean, mm-hmm. he is—he is exactly that. I mean, he is so—he's not very big. He's so quick and elusive, mm-hmm. and you can just see it on the sideline. His vision is is impeccable, and he does such a good job of setting up his blocks. A lot of those plays we run to him when he's in the in the quarterback position, mm-hmm. we just made straight snap to him. 
he goes, you know, left. He just kind of waits and waits. Mm-hmm. He's patient. And then he sees, you know, the defense over pursues. And he puts his foot in the ground. He cuts back and he's gone for four or five yards. You know, he gets what we need to do. So he's just, he's a special athlete. And for him to be, you know, not real big, but to carry that burden, you know, and they're at the end of the game saying, give me the ball. I want the ball. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's great. He's, he's a special talent. Absolutely he is. Well, Cumberland gets the win here tonight. Now Cumberland will head back to uh, Cumberland for next week, taking on Arthur, a team that's undefeated, a team that last time I looked was up against Argenta 21-7. to What are your expectations heading into this Arthur game, uh, now sitting at 3-1, and taking on a possible 4-0 team? Well, they're they're good. I mean, we had Phil and Phil Drill played them two weeks ago, so we get the last two weeks of film, so we've had a chance to look at them. I mean, we weren't looking past Phil Drill at all. Mm-hmm. We were focused on Phil Drill, but you kind of see some things as coaches, and then they're good. They run that wing T offense out of gun, and it's very deceptive, and you got to be able to, you know, find the ball, and you got guards going here and there and misdirection and everything. So it's a challenging offense to stop, and they've got a very good quarterback there, that Jace Parsons kid. He's, he's good. Pardon me. That was a chair that fell there. Yeah, that's um, fine. And they're they're, they're going to be good. They're they're good. They're quick, um, and they're 4-0 for a reason. They played Villa Grove and beat them by mm-hmm. eight points. So I kind of – kind of, and I in the beginning of the season, I kind of felt like us, Villa Grove, Arthur, were kind of all on yeah. that. that it, Sullivan was kind of on a different – a little mm-hmm. different level there, but us three kind of – we're, you know, in that second tier. So um, it'll be a challenge, just kind of like tonight was, I'm sure. All right, Coach. Well, congratulations on the win. Enjoy it. Uh, and thanks for joining us your game. We'll talk to you later on in the week. Uh, I appreciate it, Eric. Thank you very much. Yep. Coach Watkins joining us here on the post game show. Speaking of which, let's get to that uh, first neighbor bank area scoreboard update before we get out of here. Uh, Mount Carmel, 49-7 to over Newton in the fourth quarter. It's uh, Sullivan, 34-6 to over Argenta. That came in the third quarter. Pena, 42-14 over North Mac. Shelbyville, 36-20 to over Tuscola, third quarter. It is Car- uh, Carlinville, 39-7 to over Staunton. Uh, Mount Zion, 28-6 to over Taylorville. Only in Marshall, tied at zero still last check. Lawrenceville, 8-7 to over Paris. That game in the fourth quarter. Arthur, 41-14 to over Sagamon Valley. That game in the fourth quarter. FGM, 35-21. Uh, over Mattoon at last check. Casey got the win over Robinson, 41 to nothing. That Casey defense only given up six points thus far this year through four games. They're very, very, very good. So that does it for here from Villa Grove. We will uh, have a recap for all this on the starting lineup Monday morning at 11 a.m. for Coach joining me here post game, as well as for Will back at the studio getting us on off the air. It's Derek Fry saying good night and have a great and a safe weekend. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 